Welcome to The Nest Show, the podcast that brings you insights into the crypto market, trading and investment experiences, and what we're looking forward to as we navigate the space together. Before we get started with the show, I want to thank our friends and sponsors over at PrimeXPT, where many of our listeners have already signed up to trade by visiting theburbnest.com slash PrimeXPT. PrimeXPT is the most powerful trading platform offering immediate access to over 30 assets. Users may trade cryptocurrencies, Forex, commodities, stock indices, and much more, all from a single Bitcoin-settled account. Ferrum Network is an interoperable DeFi ecosystem offering token presales, staking as a service, project incubation, and much more. Visit theburpness.com slash ferrum. And now for the show. What The Nest Show is. This is a podcast brought to you by the Burb Nest community, an independent crypto and Forex-centered trading community built to sharpen each other in capturing opportunities in the markets while protecting capital along the way. What this is not, trading advice. We are not financial advisors, and you should not regard any information here or in the Nest Club as financial advice. You should always consult a licensed financial advisor before making any financial decisions. Hey everybody, it's Crypto Burp speaking, Adrian. Uh, welcome to this very special episode of the Nest Show podcast. As you know, we've been hosting these episodes of the Nest Show podcast for quite some time already, ever since 2021 started. We, uh, and, and actually way, way before as well, because there are so many, you know, just kind of like episodes going on on the different names, but each and every single time I host another episode, I'm extremely excited because we get to meet more and more interesting and intriguing people, projects from around the space of the cryptocurrency, DeFi industry, and beyond. And this very day, on this very day, I'm very honored to have Justin of Legacy Network, uh, who is going to actually bring some more uh, understanding, some better understanding for a lot of viewers about the Legacy Network, the project, the overall concept, and the solutions that guys are you guys are implementing so hope you hope you hope that you guys are going to stay tuned and uh moving kind of like to the very first uh to the very first part justin i want to kick it off and open with a very simple question to that everybody probably is just scratching their heads with uh what is legacy network how could you explain it to somebody who's just joined the channel who's just new okay yeah no problem and thanks for having me uh, it's an honor to be on this podcast, a uh, longtime follower of your Twitter. Uh, yeah, so basically, Legacy Network is a layer one protocol. We were originally a Forkatron, and it kind of evolved into our, our own network where we wanted to make it a little more dis, uh, focus on decentralization, focus on the community, um, but basically, yeah, it's a it's it's a, a blockchain in itself. It's not just a token, and uh, yeah, we can go from there. Yeah, okay. Uh, delegated proof of stake as well. Sorry, yeah. that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You know, the blockchain in itself. I like the name. I like how how you actually refer to that. But you know, you mentioned the layer one, okay? And you know, you may know about that. What it means. You, I may know about that. What it means. But the truth is, again, not there are no many like not every kind of like viewer. Or, or crypto enthusiast is going to be also a, you know, pretty much like tech savvy geek, right? So how could you explain what does this uh, layer one kind of like problem right. mean in general? So uh, so basically there's um, many tokens out there, people getting into cryptocurrency, they don't quite know the difference between a, a token and a coin. Um, basically a layer one is a blockchain. It's the platform on what, most tokens 
are built upon. So I, I can simplify that even more by saying, um, currently, since we're not on mainnet, we're just on testnet, we have an ERC20 token, which is a token on the Ethereum blockchain. So what that means is there's the Ethereum token, which is what is used for their, uh, their gas and everything. And we're, we're currently a token built on Ethereum while we're building out our blockchain. Uh, but when we have our mainnet, other projects will be able to build their token or their dApps, decentralized applications on our blockchain. Most of the projects that you actually just, you know, meet right now, be it in the DeFi space, be it, you know, outside is general mainly focused on utilizing what already exists, right? With regards yes. to the Ethereum blockchain, with regards to the Ethereum blockchain from, uh, you know, from the light, lightning, from Bitcoin. Uh, there are many, many, you know, just companies trying to actually just dance between them, also providing some inter interoperable kind of like cross-chain bridges, you know, and so on right. and so forth. But knowing knowing that, you know, all of that happens and is supposed to happen with uh, within the legacy network with within the LJ LGCY legacy token, uh, like the entire concept, the entire utility, you know, uh, the tokenomics. Like, could you could you tell me a little bit more about that? So yeah. Um... So I guess this would be a, maybe a couple questions I can answer. Um, so right now, most things are built on the Ethereum blockchain. And uh, anybody who's used um, DeFi or anything to do with the Ethereum uh, platform, um, they'll run into problems as uh, like gas. For, that's, that's probably the biggest problem, right? Gas, if we're being honest. It's, it's very volatile on the Ethereum network. It can go from one dollar to three hundred dollars, and uh, it. I actually so, paid more. I actually paid yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe a little more. Yeah, <laughs> if you're trying to get in on some uh, ICOs or something, but yeah. So the gas is a problem, but it's not. Gas isn't a problem just for transactions and users. It's also a problem for uh, decentralized applications because they can't really budget how much it's going to cost for them to run their platform. So that's where uh, Legacy Network comes in and that's where we felt we could improve. Um, and by doing that, we've created a, a stable gas token, which is USDL. And what that means is there'll be no more fluctuations in gas. Every transaction will be one penny all the time. Um, since we built uh, upon Tron, Transactions will be uh, one to ten seconds, and still it'll always be very cheap. And so there's there's uh, many uh, benefits in that. Um, obviously, it's cheaper. Obviously, it's faster. Um, but also, projects can really budget on it. Um, they can they can set aside some money, and they can be like, I have a hundred thousand for the. Uh, to pay for gas fees to run my DAP, and uh, I know at the end of the year it's going to be good, you know. And also with users, uh, a, a problem with it, another problem with Ethereum is using it as a, a currency, right? We can't we can't go to the store and pay three hundred bucks for a bottle of water in Ethereum and wait thirty minutes, you know. <laughs> so it also solves that problem. So yeah. It's it's going to be a penny regardless if it's a billion dollars or a dollar. So yeah, I love this. I love this idea. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love this idea. Well, well, actually, just scrolling through your website, you know, for with regards to the tokenomics, there is this legacy, uh, well, legacy tokenomics that is just saying that burning and freezing, uh, with regards to seventy nine percent of total supply. So, uh, seventy nine units out of hundred billion. Like, how how does it work? I uh, yeah, I can unpack that a little bit. So, since we're uh, initially based on Tron, we started with the same amount of tokens as them. But we, uh, we as a team, we have no need for that many tokens. So um, originally, we had 33%, which is 33 billion. Um, we're going to use to, we're going to burn at the end of uh, three years. And the reason we needed to wait till three years is because we're waiting till um, the community was strong enough. We needed to have control and uh, um, over the network and build and make sure everything's secure and set up. So we were originally planning on burning that at the end of three years, but with the the uh, overwhelming support we've had from not just Tron developers, but Ethereum developers all around, uh, we decided to burn that early uh, just because the, the, uh, the governing bodies um, that we've, gotten applied for uh, were just really good. And we felt we didn't need to extend that any longer than it needs to be. And then we also have another 33 billion that's gonna be frozen in, um, it's gonna be frozen forever. And the staking rewards that that provides will go directly to onboarding new developers and projects and funding them and um, getting the marketing and uh, LPs and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it does so. sound, sorry, but sorry to interrupt, but it, it does sound kind of like, you know, just intriguing in a positive way, in a positive manner that you actually decide to burn 33% of the total supply prematurely. That's, right, uh, that right. sounds bullish to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, we're not we're not trying to be greedy here. We, we made this so we, because we want to build on something that we believe in. So in the future, when it's fully community run, um, the end goal is for us to build our own dApps on, on our own networks. So we didn't want anything, you know, too heavy on the team side or anything for us as well. And obviously for the future developers and users. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I understand that. And this is, this is actually, you know, um, this is, well, this deflationary kind of like approaches is what I like about the projects currently, because there are so many, uh, you know, the DeFi or, uh, I mean, inside the DeFi build and build upon a ERC20 network or, you know, any any crypto project in general, you could see that a lot that many, many projects kind of like, instead of cutting their supply and you know, just burning the tokens, they're, they're actually chose, you know, to, to go for the inflationary model that they printed more and more, you know, they unlocked right. more and more, of course, for the unit, the value decreased, you know, uh, and, you know, in general, again, what makes us different as the entire crypto space uh, when you compare that with the well, with what global you know politicians doing the overall global monetary policy about the easy markets, about the easy easy economies, printing so much so much money, this is what is different. Uh, this deflationary aspect, this deflationary model, the legacy network you know apparently is, is implementing, you know uh, a lot aside with with any you know with with other different projects that that choose to, to follow the same or similar deflationary model, this is what makes us different. This is what makes us, uh, in my opinion, the way I read it, kind of like exactly 
the solution to the inflationary policies on the on right. the centralized version, isn't it? Yeah, and that's uh, that's kind of how we came up with this. We're just uh, Wes, my co-founder, and I. We're just talking, and we're just like we 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 had another project we were building originally on Tron, and uh, we just kept bumping into problems and problems, and uh, we're just talking one day, and we're like, well, what would be the perfect network that we would love to build on? You know, that would that would actually uh not be a scam you know not be just trying to drain the users and uh and that's how we came up with legacy network and um to go on uh you talked about deflationary so uh that's kind of where usdl comes in so normally defy projects they reward in their own token which in my like i don't want to talk about uh price too much or anything but when you're rewarding your own token it it doesn't make it technically worth more on paper it just it just kind of like spreads it out right it's like a it's it's inflation basically mm -hmm. and uh so what we decided to do is when you stake legacy for votes on our network we're going to reward you in uh in our stable gas token instead so it's completely separate from our token so it's not taken away it's it's it's, its own thing so i love it yeah, that's that's a, a a big a big change we've implemented. Yeah, and there is you know with we kind of like you know uh, I've I've been so curious to hear, and I'm sure many many of the followers, many of the subscribers to our YouTube channel, uh, where we are going to pretty much like just have and keep our podcasts coming. You know, uh, we are interested to hear pretty much about the most recent updates and upgrades from you from Legacy Network. Could you spill the beans a little bit for me? Okay, uh, I'll give. I'll give one. I'll give one. <laughs> uh, so we've been kind of keeping our staking um, kind of close to our chest uh, about our mainnet uh, main staking, but um, it's it's very close. So we'll just we'll get some out there. So we'll it'll be the same as we've been doing on our Ferrum platform, uh, our partnership with them. Basically, it'll be uh, one month, three months, six month, and twelve month staking. And they will be paid out in 28%, uh, up to 28% APY in the USDL token. But the the interesting about uh, interesting thing about that is um, most tokens kind of pay out. They they have a set price, right? So it's they they stake one token, they get paid out in the same token or equal amounts in another token. But it gets a little complicated with the stablecoin hangout. So what we did was. We're doing. Um, we're rewarding our users for staking legacy and paying them out in USDL at the end of the contract. So if legacy goes up in price, for example, they will actually get more APY that they staked in the beginning, right? So it, it gives them incentive it's to a double win. Double win. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to explain it too much. There's. Uh, there's the hints in there, the implications of that, but yeah, it, it just make, it gets them interested in uh, in the price action of it uh, over time, rather than just having it locked in in the beginning and they they don't care, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it seems it does seem that there is a lot been going on with regards to to the staking, you know, to you know to to the like the keyword staking mainnet, right? 
But uh, what about your future future plans? Like, does it also kind of like come all together with with the staking with the mainnet, or what else do you have there in store for us? So, uh, as you know, we've been in the Tron community before. So a lot of plans we have is uh, we're going to bring on a lot of Tron community DApps, whether it be they build us build on um, build on our network directly, or um, just make a bridge or something. But yeah, there's there's a lot of exciting things about it. We got our decks going, our AMM, but we're also doing uh, a traditional decks. So we'll, we'll have two options to go there. Yeah, I'm actually just you know happy happy to hear about you know the overall utility being implemented by uh, congregating kind of like you know just bringing decentralized applications build up on your network, especially when the, when just like you said, you know, what you're solving is, you know, this kind of like a fixed fee system, right? Where, right. Well, for, for, for the gas, for the transactions, which is in fact the main problem and the main issue for, you know, your C20 tokens, you know, with regards to the decentralized applications. This is definitely this type of volatility and dynamics. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure you would agree. Uh, that this is this has always been pain in the ass for everybody, right? For, uh, sure. yeah. for the builders, for the users, for me as a trader, you know, as I mentioned, I paid so much, so much money in the fees, you know, in the gas. Let's say trading just on Uniswap, that it literally blows my mind. Whatever I think of it, I just try to forget. Right? I just, I just pretend it didn't happen. It's money gone, right? Exactly, it's money gone. And then, then of course, right now it's you know it's a tiny bit better, and hopefully, you know, Ethereum to zero is kind of like supposed to heal that matter. But right. again, the truth is that this market dynamics, the volatility that you can see uh, across the market, especially with regards to the recent the Bitcoin crash that literally, you know, made the made the entire market cliff fall like like threefold, literally. Right. Uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, altcoins, DeFi, all of it, right? So this market dynamics does seem to me uh, that it is one of the most uh, challenging kind of like the well issues problems to solve. For, for the next months for legacy networks as well. Like in general, for you being based or somehow connected with the Ethereum still, Ethereum chain, do do you do, do confirm that? Do you deny? Oh, no, I agree. I agree totally. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So, and even with um, our stable coin, it's, it's, it's not a traditional stable coin. You know, it's, it's uh, the way it works is our stable coin is equal to the amount of transactions it'll cost. So if it's one transaction, 100 transactions will always equal one USDL. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's a huge problem for sure. And that's, that's what we're trying to solve. And it's not just um, decentralized applications. It's not just transactions. It's, uh, you know, we want to see the space grow and we want to see people use it at the gas station, you know? So we, like like I said earlier, we want to see people use one USDL to pay for a soda and have it done instantly and not have to pay 300 bucks for their soda, you know? So, that is yeah, it, it, I, I feel like it encompasses everything and we're, we're trying to solve as much as we can. And um, moving forward, we're going to work with the community to uh, make it better and tighter as it can be. Sounds good. And I can't really wait, cannot really wait to hear more updates in the following weeks. But before I let you go, uh, you know, we have this kind of like a, a place for uh, at the end of every podcast for, for our viewers, for 
for our viewers to hear some final takeaway from our special guests. So if you have some final takeaway, some final kind of like a tip that you want to leave our listeners with, then feel free to just shoot it right now. Okay, yeah. I mean, um, I think the biggest thing in our community uh, would be how active our team members are in our, our, our Twitter, our Telegram, anything. Uh, we, we would love for everybody to give us input, give us feedback, because this, we're trying to do an actual community project. You know, we're very focused. So we're always in the Telegram. We're always there to answer any questions, uh, even from co-founders, you know, from the top to bottom. Uh, yeah, we just, we just welcome everybody to come and talk to us. And if they have any questions, concerns, we're not afraid of anything, you know, come, uh, come say hi. Yeah, that does sound good. The fact of you guys as Legacy Network being open to uh, to feedback to the questions like speaks a lot about your openness as a project. And I that definitely want to hear uh, more about the upcoming releases and about the changes, about the updates within the next weeks. And everybody, this has been insane honor and great pleasure to have been hosting this very special episode of the Nestro Podcast with Justin of Legacy Network who has been our guest. Justin, thank you for being here. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. It's It's been an honor. As Amazing. well as a long-time follower of yours, of course. <laughs> thank Amazing. you. Thank you. Thank you back. Everybody, that's all for today that I've got for, for you in the store. CryptoBurst speaking, and we are going to peace out. Stay safe. Cheers. Why have DAIs democratizing finance by creating the most secure, transparent, and user-friendly ecosystem of DeFi products? To learn more, visit thebirdpress.com slash YFDAI. Radix is the first layer one protocol built specifically to serve DeFi. More information at thebirdpress.com slash Radix. Globe is a crypto derivatives exchange offering up to 100 times leverage on crypto and DeFi perpetual contracts with Bitcoin collateral. Sign up today at thebirdpress.com slash Globe. I'd like to thank our listeners for joining this episode of The Nestro. If you've appreciated the depth and breadth of what you've heard with us today, subscribe to our podcast and find our landing page at theburbnest.com. We have a vibrant Discord community which acts as our central hub of operations, and we welcome you to join us at theburbnest.com slash discord. We also offer an extensive free bulletin on emerging crypto market trends, exclusive undervalued gem reports, and in-depth expert technical and fundamental analysis at thebirdnest.com slash bulletin. We always appreciate engagement from our community, which of course means liking the video and subscribing to our page, where we insist on bringing you the highest quality content available. Also, we're happy to incorporate tips and topics from our listeners and encourage you to email us at thenestro at thebirdnest.com. This podcast is brought to you by The Burb Nest. Thank you and trade on.